All right, here we go. Big day might be rising, the anger is flying. Please try to keep your demons down, you're showing off yourself. Flying off the shelf. Well, thank you for tuning in. This is Matt Santos of The Mile High Show. You are listening to episode number 229. 229. Six years of doing this show, and we're only up to 229. We'll get into that in just a couple of minutes. Before we go any further, I wanted to get this piece of business out of the way. Sponsors for today's show. As always, our perpetual sponsor, Big Daddy E's Barbecue in Chino Valley, Arizona, BDEBBQ.com, the best barbecue in Arizona. Fantastic food. They got some limited hours, Tuesday through Thursday, 11 a.m. to 5 p.m., 7 p.m. on Fridays. They are closed Saturday through Monday for catering jobs only. But their restaurant located in Chino Valley, uh, info at BDEBBQ.com. Great food, great people. And hopefully, hopefully, we've recorded on location there many, many times. Hopefully, if we can get um, get some live shows done again out at the patio, the tiny but mighty stage at Big Daddy E's Barbecue is some of the best music you will hear in the area as well. They kind of put a kibosh on that with COVID-19, uh, but that's it's a great spot. Friday afternoons to listen to some music, have some great food, and uh, it's just a great spot. So BDEBBQ.com. Our other sponsor, who I am getting a message from as we speak, I'm going to type Patrick. I spelled Patrick wrong. Patrick, recording your intro now for commercial. Because that's what this is. It's a commercial. BullyDogCoffeeCompany.com by my neighbor, Patrick Bowler. BullyDogCoffeeCompany.com. Links to their social media, their Facebook, and their Twitter. Patrick, get yourself a new Twitter handle. Is that long? Anyway, bullydogcoffeecompany.com. Links are there. Some of the best coffee uh, around, uh, roasted locally here by Patrick. I am drinking the very last, the very last of my best friend's blend right now. So, Patrick, I got to hit you up for some new beans and a free pound bag for our quote unquote personal sponsor this week of Richie Merck. Now, I know Richie Merck. I've known Richie for 15 years. We worked together at a couple of different locations. Haven't seen Richard in a while. Didn't know he even listened to the podcast, but last show, we put up a uh, call to action. If you wanted to donate for our Howling Coyote Radio Hour Best Of CD, 
uh, send us a donation. We'll give you a free pound bag of beans and a free coffee mug. And Richie Merck did just that. So Richie Merck will be getting a pound of coffee, a coffee mug, and some stickers, courtesy of BullyDogCoffeeCompany.com, Best Friends Blend. It's uh, it's a good cup of coffee. Now, here it is right now. Here, hold on, hold on. Ah, yeah. I am drinking coffee this week, first time in about a week and a half, two weeks. I took some time off because at two to three pots a day, I needed to take a little break. Um... So I did, and we uh, we uh, uh, I'm going through those beans pretty quick. So uh, I'm all jacked up. So Patrick, I'm gonna need to hit you up. We're gonna get some beans for me. Uh, we are gonna get some beans for Richie for sponsoring us, and you too can win a uh, a free pound of beans by doing this. Now I talked about it last time. I'm gonna talk about it again. Years and years ago, Western Airlines had a commercial that featured a little bird that was going, and I remember it wasn't Columbia, I think he was going to Brazil. I messed it up last time. And I forgot what the word sombrero was. Uh, this little bird wearing a sombrero, going, flying south through Western Airlines, and he was singing a song, Coffee Beans, cha-cha-cha, Coffee Beans, cha-cha-cha. If you can find a clip of that bird singing that song, or better yet, just thought of this. If you want send me a video, email me through milehighshow.com, the contact us page. What's my email? Info at milehighshow.com or go to milehighshow.com. The, uh, the contact us page record video or audio of you singing the Coffee Beans Cha-Cha-Cha song. It got to be good, though. I want the whole song. I will give you a free, me and Patrick will give you a free one-pound bag of beans, a Mile High Show coffee mug, and some stickers. Info at milehighshow.com or milehighshow.com, the Contact Us page. We want you. You find me the link of that bird in the sombrero or you wear okay you wearing a sombrero no you don't have to wear a sombrero but you singing us the coffee beans cha 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 coffee beans cha 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 song you get yourself some free beans now the reason we're doing this is the reason I do this show the reason I enjoy doing it is because it gets me in contact with some of the most creative people in my area, in this part of the state. Musicians, artists, writers, comedians, just interesting people. So uh, it's tough to do in this coronavirus age because I prefer to do these interviews on location and in person. And you know what? Can't do that anymore. So what I am going to do is reach out more. That is my goal for 2021 is to reach out more digitally, remotely, phone, Skype, Zoom, whatever we can do to do these interviews and some more solo ones like the one you're hearing today. So I will be attempting to create more content for you uh, and bring you some great uh, entertainment in the way of musicians and, and, and performers. If you want to hear a teaser of that, go to milehighshow.com. All our past episodes are there under the past episodes tab. And right there on the homepage is 
Howling Coyote, the best of the Howling Coyote Radio Hour, featuring Jim Sobo and some of the greatest musicians in the area. Free to download, but you can do like Richie Merck and give us a little donation, and uh, half of what you donate will go to... uh, the, the cause, the organization of your choice. The other half will go to us to get uh, get these shows produced. Now, like I said, I skipped coffee for a couple of weeks because I, I knew I should. I was drinking too much coffee. The caffeine doesn't bother me so much. It's the other, uh, the other stuff in coffee, the acids and things. Anyway, oh, that's a reminder that I got something to do. We'll do that in a little bit. So, um... I just needed to take a little break. I, I do that a couple times a year. And uh, Tuesday of this week, I decided to treat myself after 10 days of being coffee-free to brew up the a little bit of my, my best friend's blend from Bully Dog Coffee Company. And I did that and enjoyed it and enjoyed it a lot. And uh, I was contemplating what I was going to do for this show this week because I knew I wanted to do a solo show just to get something out there. And... Uh, I put it off. I said, I'll do it Wednesday. So I sat down Wednesday at my computer. I boot everything up. And, uh, and uh, I pull up the internet. And, and uh, I started seeing what was transpiring in Washington, D.C. And uh, let me backtrack a little bit. I, I've recorded the, this intro that we're doing right now, this, this podcast, about 10 times today. And every time I did, I had to hit stop. And I'm not going to hit stop this time. I'm going to just end it here pretty quick. It's going to be a little shorty. But I was getting very frustrated. I was getting very anxious. I was getting very, to be frank, depressed as I was recording. And this is why. I am 100% neutral in the area of politics. I do not uh, enjoy following politics. I have to for work on occasion. But uh, I do not enjoy politics. I, I am frustrated by politics. I, I, I adhere to what I call my own personal rule of thirds when it comes to politicians. No matter what their intentions are, no matter how well-intended they are in entering into their endeavors, it's the rule of thirds. A third of the people love you. That's how you get voted in. A third of the people hate you. Those are the people campaigning against you. The other third don't know who you are and they don't care. So no matter what you're trying to do, two-thirds are quote-unquote against you because you're not doing what they want or you're not doing what they're aware of. So it's a vicious cycle of futility, and it annoys me. And that's why Wednesday was, was so depressing to watch and then I got sucked into it. Now, when I was a kid, I used to I would read this is pre-internet. I was reading 3 4 5 papers a day. I was a news junkie. I would get ink on my fingers and loved it. And then when the 24-hour news cycle came up when uh, CNN was first introduced as the first major cable news network 24 hours a day, uh I got sucked in. I loved it. I had to physically uh force myself to not watch and read and pay attention to news many years ago, 20-some years ago, because of that, because I knew it would suck me in. But every once in a while, like we all do, we uh, all call it a relapse to my news junkieism. That happened in 9-11. I was glued to the screen. 
days on end. I was working 18, 20 hours a day because of the industry I was in. Uh, it really, really put us in hyperdrive. Uh, so I was at my office. I went in the morning of 9-11, and I didn't return home for like three days uh, because of the line of work I was in. And that continued uh, eight, 16, 18-hour days for months and months after because that's my personality. That's what happens with me. Um, 40 years, 38 plus 39 years in the journalism industry, that's I get that way, and I, I get attached to news. And it's not healthy. It's not mentally, emotionally, or physically healthy for me to do that, especially because I am 100% neutral in the ways of politics. But uh, that does not mean I'm not human. So when I see the activities that took place in Washington uh, on Wednesday, January 6th, as a human I was offended. I was offended at the um, at the desperation of people. Not offended by them. Let me rephrase that. I was hurt by the desperation of people. I was saddened by the desperation of people that are so fed up with a system that they will go to extreme lengths to make their voice heard. Uh, extreme lengths to the to the tune of as of the recording of this right now on Friday afternoon, five people can confirmed dead because of that one event. Let that sink in. One afternoon, five lives. Yeah, I know what you're going to say. Well, people die all the time. Yeah, they do. But these five people are dead for no reason. For zero reason. And then what's the result of that? This is why I had to stop this recording like 10 times while I was doing it earlier, because I was getting frustrated. I was getting anxious. I was getting angry. And I don't want to do that. But all the finger pointing, it's their fault. It's his fault. It's her fault. It's that group's fault. It's everybody's fault. It's everybody's fault because we as a society have decided that it is us against them. And that is not one political party against another. That is not one group of people against another. It is everyone against me, and that's the problem. Everyone else is wrong I am right. Now, I know somebody can take a snippet out of there and say, well, you hear what Matt said? No, that's that's not what I mean. I mean, on an internal level, that's what humans think. That's what we think. Too often, that's what we think. Open up a social media page. Open up Facebook. Open up Twitter. And you will see, look what they did. Look what the other guy did. Look what that group is doing. They're horrible. Well, you know what? They might be. But guess what? Everybody's doing that. We do not get better as a, as a species until we all recognize we're all garbage. And that needs to change. When a group of people... This was what was so frustrating from a journalistic standpoint. The rumor mill that was going on and on. At noon, 
people are praising one group of people for their actions, and then when it backfires, they go, well, it wasn't them. They There were plants. There were inf- infiltrators. There was this. There was that. No. It was a bunch of people acting like animals, and that's why we saw what happened on Wednesday, and that's why we saw what happened last month, and that's why we saw what happened over the summer, and that's what we saw what has been happening month after month, year after year, decade after decade, because people do not know how to behave. And until that changes, it's not going to get any better. And pointing fingers is not going to help. And spreading lies and false information is not only not going to help, it's going to make it that much worse. So when I see people I know, people that I I work with, people that I know from seeing at the grocery store, people that uh, that I'm acquainted with, that I've known for years, spread and share obvious lies and misinformation, claiming it to be true is so frustrating from the journalistic standpoint and offensive from the personal standpoint. It's ridiculous. And that's why I had to re-record and hit delete and hit stop and take these headphones off and unplug the microphone seven, eight, nine, ten times today is because it's frustrating. And I was saying things that were really not appropriate. (laughs) I don't know how else to say it. I was getting frustrated. So this is what I'm going to ask. If anybody's even still listening, this is what I'm going to ask. Take a minute, and I'm going to force myself to do this as well. Take a minute. Turn off the browser. Turn off the phone. Turn off everything except this podcast. Listen, Keep listening to that. Keep drinking coffee. But turn everything off and just enjoy what you do have. I mean, think about this past 10 months. So much has been thrown in our face. So much has been dumped on our heads. Pandemic, illness, fear, anxiety of the unknown, um, friends and neighbors, and quite possibly you personally or somebody in your family getting ill or the fear of being ill, the fear of contracting something that we know very little about, possibly losing a family member or a friend. And having all of that thrust upon us and being unable to sit and meet with our friends and and give each other a hug and a cry on somebody's shoulder or sit in a living room with a friend because we're, we're being asked to social distance and to protect and to to safeguard. It's been bad. It's been horrible. But if you're listening to this, think about the good. Think about the the silver lining to that. Much of my much of my work has gone away. 
a good portion of the income that I have is is based on live events. They're all gone. Uh, so many of the former guests of this show, the past guests of the show, rely on their livelihood as live performance, and all that's gone. The simple enjoyment of watching a Little League game or going to the park and hearing somebody play music or going to a movie or anything is just gone. But what did that force us to do? Forced us to reconnect with the people right here in our own homes. I was trying to juggle searching for and finding and balancing work with being a fourth and now a fifth grade teacher with homeschool. I have that fortunate luxury of being able to work from my home. Many of you, most of you do not. You have to go out to go to work or you've lost that job. And now you're wondering how you're going to keep a roof over your head. It's horrible, but try and find, try and search something to be a silver lining. Does that mean you were able to grow closer to your spouse, to your children, to yourself? Uh, I know I have. I've, I've, I've been very frustrated. My son, he's 11 years old, very frustrated by not being able to go to school, not being able to socialize with his friends and the close friends of the family. Uh, not having a teacher who knows what he's doing to teach him. He had to rely on me, and trust me, I don't know what I'm doing. I, I've joked about it before. I'm 54 years old. I should be the smartest kid in fifth grade. I'm not, not even in the top 10. And he's he's got to learn from me, and it, I don't know what I'm doing. But what have we done? We've connected at a whole nother level. We've been able to take the hours that we are at home together and become tighter as a father, as a son, as a family. My wife, she works a full-time job. Her job did not slow down. So we had that benefit as well that a lot of you do not enjoy of being able to have still a steady income, and my income is still coming in steady. I've had to adjust. I've had to alter how I make a living, but it's still coming in. So we have that. That is a plus. And then on weekends where I would typically go out and work and shoot a show or perform at a show, take the stage in, in some of some form or another, those are gone. So we we've stayed home. We've played games. We've cooked dinner together. We've read together. We've spent time together. I enjoy it. You'd have to ask them how they've enjoyed it or the lack of enjoyment. I don't know. I hope I'm joking. I don't know. But look for that silver lining. Look for the benefit. Look for the good things that have come from this tragedy, this pandemic that has affected the world. I know personally, I have gained so much that whatever I have lost, whatever I have had to shelve, whatever I've had to put away, whatever I had to give up, there is no comparison that what I have gained is so much better. Uh, Again, I'm in a different boat than a lot of you, but if you 
honestly, sincerely look at what the last nine, ten months have done. I know it's been painful. I know it's been hurtful. I know it's been a struggle. Find something. Find one thing that happened today on January 8th of 2021 that was a plus. Focus on that instead. And you know what? If there wasn't anything, look at yesterday. Look at the day before. Look at last month. Look at six months ago. Was there one thing? I'm sure you can find it. Focus in on that. And then tomorrow, wake up and look for one thing to focus on that is a benefit, that is a silver lining. And then when you have that urge, that desire to click on Facebook, to click on the internet, to argue over something you have zero control over, beat that desire down, push it away, even for five minutes, and concentrate on something good. Concentrate on something worth concentrating on. And while you're doing that, drink a cup of bully dog coffee. How's that for a transition? Hey, I know I've got, uh, I know I've got a unique situation. I know I am very fortunate that I can work from home, that I can still contribute to the support of our family. We have not had anyone in our three-person household uh, become ill. I know a lot of you cannot say those same things. You have been hit. You have been hit hard. You have been tried. You have been stressed. You have been pulled in many different directions. I feel for you. All I can say is please... Please look for that silver lining. Look for one benefit. Look for one good thing. If you have five minutes of a good thing in a 24-hour period, concentrate on that. Try and enlarge that. Try and not dwell on the things you cannot control. And try and do so while drinking a cup of Bully Dog coffee. And I tell you, if you want, this is completely free. Go to milehighshow.com, click on the best of the Howling Coyote Radio Hour. If you can contribute something, we would definitely appreciate it. Try us. See if you can send us a nickel through Venmo or PayPal. The information's right there. Try and send us a nickel. If you want to send more than that, I will not turn it down. There is no limit on the lower or the upper end of that. But even if you can't give a single penny, take a moment, listen to that CD, listen to those, listen to those tracks, 
And I think you will find that five minutes to concentrate on the positive, the positive of artists who have created something to make you happy. That's been 229. Check back next week. There may or may not be a show. Either way, check back next week. See what's in store. Father, I run. Oh, the closer I come. Father, I run. Closer I come. The farther I run, the closer I come.